0: God to the death like the terminal, take last breath read your last right hey, 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 me for hey, what is up, everyone it's been light a light minute it's a been a hot minute welcome welcome <laughs> welcome back to another episode of dirty mind I'm back again um it's been a minute since I've done an episode well counting, I think it's been like maybe a week but it seemed like forever I think the last episode I recorded was on the 22nd here we are now it's the 30th. So yeah, it's been about um, uh, been about just about a week, whatever. I got a lot of things going on. Again, I've announced many a time that the show is going to slow down. It's going to be a little slower, which is fine. Again, for people who's just getting into the show, you know, it's a lot of episodes, so it gives you a chance to uh to catch up. So it's, it's a lot of catching up. So yeah, hopefully you enjoy the episodes prior. There's still many more to come. It's just going to be a little bit slower, but I'm back. I'm back. 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 <laughs> So, in my absence, it's just been nothing but work. And I've been sick. Believe it or not, I get sick perhaps maybe twice a year, usually in the first quarter of the year and the last quarter of the year. So, I went through already my original sickness. But now, the other day, I got hit with something that oh shit. And my chest burns when I cough. I coughed up something crazy earlier, and I was like, yeah, this has got to be like some upper respiratory infection kind of deal. I'm like, I've never been sick back to back to back to back. But I guess that comes with like age. Which, speaking of, believe it or not, um, tomorrow is actually my 39th, 39th birthday. That's crazy. 39, I tell you, like, oof, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in, you know, 39. Um, I was thinking about that shit, and I was like, man, 39, I am one year shy of 40. 40. Now, so looking at my face, you won't even be able to tell that. Because I look still within like my early 30s. I get that quite a bit as well. And some people don't believe me. And then they got to sit there and pull out the the ID card. And it's a whole thing. But 39. I'm going to be 39 Thursday the 31st at approximately like 549. I look back in time. And I was actually born on a Thursday. Which lines up perfectly for the 40th birthday. Which next year is on a Thursday. So you see how things just kind of come back in, in, in full circle. But I was sitting here thinking about this shit. I'm like, dude, you know, you got to think, like, you know, there's a lot of people that don't make it to where I'm at or make it to 40 for that matter. Like, it's, yeah, there's a lot of people that don't. So I sat there and I reflected on this. And I sat there, I looked at my grays and my hair, and I'm like, you know what, I earned those grays. You know, a lot of the younger soldiers and whatever, they make fun of me and whatever, like, oh, you old, but I can still move. I can still run. I can still walk, you know. And I had this conversation with my dad, same deal. He was like, I don't know what the definition is of being old. You're old when you no longer can function anymore. When you no longer can like walk, you know, hold your your bodily fluids. That's when you're old. Right now, 39 is not old. In fact, 39, the 30s and the 40s are looked that much younger than ever before. You know, back in the day, maybe even some, you know, a little bit now, people would just look at it like the younger generation would be like, man, 30 is old. 39 is old. In reality, it's really not. It's really, really not that old, and it took me a while to look and you know to look and realize this, that you know the best is yet to come, and that's kind of like how I like to see it. Because I reflect, you know, I look back at my thirties. I would say all of my thirties was basically spent here in the military. Um, All of my thirties, but I've grown quite a bit, especially in these past couple of years, especially this last year, for that matter. I, um, I grew physically, mentally, and, and intellectually. You know, I sat there, and I think I had a bout of midlife crisis, which I was just like, is this really a midlife crisis? You know, I sat there and started looking at everybody else and how young and, you know, vibrant. And I was like, that used to be me once, but, you know, maybe I just wasn't as outgoing and vibrant as they were, but I had that opportunity. And I still do. You know, just just shy at 40, you still that's still pretty damn young. You know, you can still move and shake with the rest of them. If you choose to. So, of course, with all this, this inspired tonight's episode, which is middle age. Middle age. Huh. A lot of us don't like to hear that term, middle age, because it's kind of like the first thought that comes to mind when it comes to middle age is basically the midlife crisis. Now, the midlife crisis, um, in short, is where, <laughs> excuse me, let me just plug this in real quick. Midlife crisis is at a point where you you hit I think it's like your your late 30s, mid 30s into your 40s where you just hit a point where you're already halfway done potentially with your life. And you look back and you reflect and then you look back at all the things you could have potentially did, but you didn't do it. See, for us men, the midlife crisis thing, we go out, um, we start hanging out with a younger crowd. We go to clubs, we buy um, Corvettes, (laughs) we buy Corvettes um, and we try to relive that time. Some of us look pretty silly doing it. But to some people, it's, it's sort of monumental to do that. Like you have to, um, it's just a way to just make up for lost time and recapture that, that, that young spirit again. So, I mean, for women, it affects women much differently too. In fact, it's, in some cases, it's harder for women when it comes to this point in time because it's like a competition amongst the younger women, especially nowadays with this rhetoric of um, older women are starting to look less and less desirable Guys are going for younger, but that's not entirely true. It's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. Everybody has a particular taste and everybody has a particular audience. Okay. So tonight I want to talk about uh, midlife midlife crisis. Is it really a crisis? Or is it just really all in our head? You know, you got to take into account it's not a crisis. You made it further than many people, maybe people you haven't known. Maybe you might have even outlived your parents, which you're supposed to, but maybe. had an untimely death or whatever you what you kind of get the idea okay um like is it really that bad and i had to sit there and of course uh think on that to take a step back myself and realize you know think about like whether or not this is really a bad thing i'm actually looking forward to 40. i'm actually looking forward to 39 in a few hours believe it or not on my end um it's just what's to come you know it's a whole new chapter just think of life as i don't know every day is a page every year is a chapter that's it. I went through 365 pages of chapter 38. Now I'm going to go through 365 days of chapter 39. How I write it, it depends completely up to me. I mean, again, we all follow a particular script that we have no idea about, but I'm not going to get too deep and philosophical to it. I just want to look up middle age um, and what people do and how to um, remedy this. I'm going to particularly look into the midlife crisis deal, okay? Because I think we all, no matter what, hit somewhat of a bout of midlife crisis. Maybe, it may not be big. It may not be small. For some people, it's, it's, it's really deep, the midlife crisis. For others, it's just kind of like whatever. So um, the definition of midlife crisis, textbook definition here, it says, the definition of a, middle, a midlife crisis is a period of transition in life where someone struggles with their identity and self-confidence. It happens anywhere from 40 years old to 60 years old and affects men and women. A midlife crisis is not a disorder. It's mainly psychological. So in other words, it's basically in your head, because then you start to think like, okay, what have I done? What am I about to do? What's next? Um, what can I achieve? What have I achieved? You know, am I pretty enough? Am I more? Ha- am I handsome enough? But then you also start thinking about uh, mortality. You know what I mean? You're kind of like, oh man, you know, I'm already halfway to the grave. When you really, in reality, you don't even know when the grave is coming. You may not be granted 80 years. You understand what I'm saying? So, a lot of us kind of think of that aspect, too. And I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be, I'm one of them. I fucking thought about that shit, too. I think we all do when we hit this point, you know. But then I look back at the past, I say, 10, 12 years. Um, on my military career, it's still going. It took me to a lot of places and had me meet some very strange people. Some um, people who I still talk to to this day. And, and in general, just some crazy people. And I look back at it. And I sat there look back at my career. And I was like, man, you know, I, I may have not done a lot, but I've done a lot. I've done a lot more than I thought I would. You know, I've done some shit that I never thought I'd do. Um, not even kill anybody, but you kind of get the idea. Um, things that kind of took me out of that comfort zone, right? So that that's me. Um, now, I'm looking here, um, four symptoms of a midlife crisis. Now, this is not pertaining to everyone, but I, but I guess based on these symptoms, um I guess some. I guess it's it's common. Maybe not. May not be common to everybody, but common to some. All right. So four symptoms of a midlife crisis. Actually, it has a few. Um, feeling sad or a lack of confidence, especially after a big milestone accomplishment or a birthday. Now today I felt like shit, but it wasn't because I felt down. It's because I'm sick. But of course I have to be sick on you know the day of, before my birthday. So to break that down, it it's basically saying like. Yeah, that sad and lack of confidence. It's like, shit, you're starting to get grazed. You're starting to see wrinkles. You're starting to see crow's feet around the eyes and, and shit. And you start really thinking, like, oh, man, you know, am I still handsome enough? Am I still sexy? You know, do I, am I still appealing to my husband or my wife or my partner? Whoever you're with, you start thinking these things and start bringing you to a low point. And you start looking at old pictures of yourself and, like, man, where has the time gone? The time is gone. That's it. Time just passes by that's where it went, it went, sometimes we don't realize, when we're young man. we take that shit for granted, like, granted, until we get old, and we're like, damn, what the fuck did I do in my 20s, to me, i would be honest with you, I know a bit of my 20s, but to me, that shit was a blur, it was a blur, up until I joined the military, I was 27, so I started kind of late, but I was transitioning also from a divorce, I needed to start over, but I'd say like half of my 20s was with my ex-wife. I, I had not a pot to piss in the window to throw it out of, barely. Uh, but yeah, I, I was still hopping along. 27 came along, the military came along, and then the rest is history. Getting to my 30s, all of my 30s was spent in the military. Now that I think about it, all of it. And um, it took me to a lot of places. It took me overseas. Uh, it, it, it did a lot. It did an absolute incredible amount for me. Now, the next one here says feeling bored, loss of meaning, or purpose in life. Again, that goes back to where am I? What have I done? What have I accomplished? Not realizing you still have more to do. Like my dad said, you're not old until you're, till you're, you're old when you're barely functioning. So if you still can see, if you can still hear, you can still walk, you can still run, you can still drive, then you you got plenty of time. You're like there's, there's, um, it's not over yet. And it took me a while to think about that shit, too, because I was like, man, you know, damn, 30 something years old. And, you know, my wife, she's um, well, I'm not going to mention her age on here because you kind of get the idea. I will say she's a little bit somewhat older than me. Um, the same thing with her, too. You know, she she'll come up to me sometimes. She'd be like, you know, am I still attractive and am I still pretty? Again, this hits us hard and it's kind of like you look at yourself in the mirror every single day. You start noticing these changes and to the point where you're obsessive over these little changes, you know. And then you get to a point, you know, I tell my wife, like, no, you still look good. I'm still with you. You know, even on your worst days, I'm still with you. Um, The next one, feeling unfulfilled. That goes back to, "Did did you get enough out of things? Did you get enough out of life? Did you do enough? You know, in reality, human beings, we're never fulfilled. We're always yearning for something new. And we're always yearning for something more. So, I mean, you hit this point where I'm at, like, right now I'm 30, about to be 39, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, did I do everything that I needed to do? And I'll be honest, I have not done everything I needed to do. Like, the military, it wasn't really a place that I wanted to be in, but it's a place that I need to be in because, again, going back to my divorce, I had barely had a pot to piss and the window to throw it out of. I had to start over, so it set the foundation for where I'm at today. Now, I could go back and say I've done a lot. You know, got a car, got a house, got things going. Now, I'm not completely fulfilled. I'm not completely content because there's still more shit I need to go do out there. And I'm working on it. You know, you're not gonna always achieve everything in this life, and you could die, you're gonna die trying. But the main things, the main goals, you get out the way, then you're good. But you're not gonna always achieve every single thing. Life does happen and sometimes it takes you in different directions. That's just what it is. Uh feelings of nostalgia. I am so guilty of this. Every god darn day every day feeling a nostalgia go on youtube watch an old commercial or some other shit something pops up in my head a core memory is unlocked oh yeah absolutely because here i am almost 40 years old i go back and i think of the simpler times when there was no bills cartoons was on video games all those things of course i'm very nostalgic i mention it damn near every single episode every single season i mention something about nostalgia i've done episodes on nostalgic shit so yeah, that that's just me in general. I'm I'm just nostalgic, but yeah, I do think of those things, and it just makes me really think about the time. Where the time gone? You know what I mean? The time has gone somewhere quick. It's just like that. Just one minute you're sitting there, you're playing a Sega Genesis. Now you're playing a PlayStation Five, playing um, paying bills and and other things that you. Yeah, just like that, just like that. All right, the next one it has on this list here is. Um, excessively thinking about the past that goes back to the nostalgia guilty as charged constantly thinking about the past whether it be past friendships past relationships past events past everything i'm always in that moment but what doesn't help is that i have a very vivid memory of things that happened. so it's like if a particular song comes on i know exactly where i was when that song first came out that's how vivid that shit is It, it never fails same thing with cartoons, same thing with food, just like that's just vivid for me. And that's a blessing, but it's also kind of a downer in a sense because it's like, damn man, I remember when this song came out and I was at this particular point, at this particular house, at this particular school. Yeah, it it, it really does kind of take you down a road. <laughs> it takes you on a, somewhat of an emotional road. Um, now this next one here, making impulse actions. Now, this, I said earlier, um, when it comes to men, they tend to just buy shit that they don't really need to buy. For example, there's always that stereotypical middle-aged man that goes and buys a Ferrari or the Corvette or something like that. Excessive. Don't really need it, but they just want to recapture that that, that young self. So they go and just just buy, like, younger clothes and stuff like that. Because you know what? It's funny. is people, um, like my dad mentioned, too. We had this conversation. He mentioned something about um, when you reach a certain age, people expect to wear like Bill Cosby sweaters and shit like that and and cardigans and a pipe and, you know, smoking a pipe. No, there are dudes out there in their 50s dressing like dudes in their 20s, which sounds crazy because I guess now we live in a time where we don't let the age defy who we are anymore. It's more like, okay, yeah, I'm 55. I don't have to dress like I'm 55. What does a 55-year-old really dress like? There is no, you know, back in the day, it would be like a a sweater, a cardigan, some slack, some shoes. No, not anymore. A 55-year-old can dress in suits. A 55-year-old can dress in skinny jeans. That's what it is. There's really no defying fashion for a particular age group anymore. It's like it's a much more um, expressive time that we live in. So, again, you can dress however you want. And then, of course, the last one, feelings of regret. I think this one is what hits people um, of middle age the hardest, and it could be anything from man. I you know I you know I could have you know, uh, you know follow my dreams, my goals. I could have been here. I could have did this. I could have married this person. Too late. I mean, you made the choices. Everything that you're here at up to this point is by choice, for the most part. We made we made our bed up, and we just have to lie it. So when it comes to regret, I think for me though. I'm going to get in on this. The one regret I think I have is the fact that I didn't pursue my dream job. Now, this may sound silly. My dream job was to work for the MTA in New York, uh, New York City Transit. It's been my dream since I was a child. And I blame my my procrastination for not taking the exams and doing it. And, you know, I chose a completely different career path, which has done wonders for me and my wife. Yes, but it's. Again, I said earlier, it's a place I didn't really want to be, but it's a place I need to be. So now I'm here, so this is where I need to be, I guess. They put me in a really good spot financially and, and, and physically, even though I'm tired as fuck right now <laughs> because I'm sick. But, um, yeah, that's, that's my biggest regret in life. It's just I didn't pursue that, pursue that job. Now, is it too late? No, it's never. Too, it's not too late. You know, I, MTA can hire you any goddamn time. You just got to take the test and wait on that list, though. That list be like three to five years, depending on how many applicants and and, and where you score on the on the list. You could be waiting forever. And I think also too, I think that might have been one of the factors that pushed me away from doing that was the waiting list. And I, if I could do, if I could go back and do it again, I would have. I would definitely pursue it. I would take every test that the MTA threw at me, and that would have been it. Would have been done. So I didn't do that, but look, um, look where I'm at now. I'm, I mean, I'm doing okay for myself. You know, I'm not on a street. I got a roof over my head. I get three meals a day. You know, I got a wife. I'm married. I, things are happening. Things are absolutely happening. So um, I'm going to find an article on uh, midlife crisis and how a person can handle it. Um, I don't want to really clump, like do a men and women midlife crisis remedy thingy. I think it, it just all really resonates together. Again, I know I said earlier that men and women go through midlife crises differently, but I want to just generally, um, let me see, I'm looking up some articles here. I didn't quite do my research, but I'm going to look up something. Um, they got an article here, how to turn a midlife crisis into a fresh start. They have understanding the quarter-life crisis, <laughs> quarter-life, uh, why midlife crisis is so hard, how to avoid mid middle crisis. Um, this was actually published Shit, this was published four days ago. This is um, from the New York Times. Mid- midlife crisis doesn't have to be a crisis, which again, this is kind of what I'm trying to get at with this episode. It doesn't have to be, and I had to learn that as well. Um, let me see if I can read this article. New York Times got me on some bullshit. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna skim through this article because I think there was something I caught here that. Um, okay, can I read the article without having to pay for it? Jesus Christ, New York Times. Don't make me do this. Okay. You know what? Fuck you, New York Times. I'm going to find another article because there was something in there, but I'm not going to sit there and go through the whole email, subscribe, just to read a story. No. Um, I'm not going to do that. Screw you, New York Times. Um, uh, okay. How to avoid midlife crisis. I'm going to find something here. Uh, there's a science of male midlife crisis. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to know. Um, I'm, what I'm going to do is I think that we're going to make this into a feel-good story. We're going to find remedies. Remedies for a midlife crisis, I think, sounds a lot better because I think a lot of us don't want to be reminded. We already know what it is. Uh, if, let me see. We're typing it in right now so I can find us a, a nice little article. We can just kind of go off. Of here. Give me a second. And I'm sorry for the sniffling. I apologize again. I said I was sick again for the second time this week. So pff, I'm working on it, okay? Uh, let's see. Science, Cause, and treatments. How to turn a midlife crisis into a fresh one? I'm gonna get into that article. I think that will work. This was um this was published a few years ago, um, and I'm gonna just kind of skim through. This is from Healthline.com, and this was medically reviewed by Danielle Wade. Ten um, tips to turn a midlife crisis into a fresh restart. A lot of people say that life starts at forty because you're already halfway. Well, you already finished your first. 40 years, now what are you going to do with your, I think the the, 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 the next 40 years, if, you, if you're you know, God willing, you live that long, I think that is what cements everything, that's, a lot of people say when they get older that things tend to slow down, they stop giving a fuck about little shit, um, life becomes easier, things begin to slow down, and I notice that, um, things around me have been slowing down, see, when you're in your teens and your 20s, things are just moving so fast, man, that's why I said the 20s was just kind of a blur in a sense, 30s into the 40s, um, things have slowed down. I'm, there's a lot more things I pay attention to, especially now. You know, with cell phones, our faces are always in the phone. We never um, things we, we don't we don't remember a lot of shit. We go out to places and we're just on the phone and shit. You don't even remember what you really did that time. That's kind of like where I'm trying to like cut that invisible cord of being on the phone. But uh, yeah, things do tend to slow down at this point in time, and I, I like it. You know, I like it. My mind is not racing a mile a minute trying to figure things out. I could take my time and I've been managing my my little anger and stuff too here and there. So maybe 40 is a a new start. I guess we'll have to see. I'm going to get into this article real quick. Um, I'm just going to get right into the tips because I guess reading the synopsis, I'm pretty sure we're kind of clear on what this story is really about. All right, so the first thing they put in this headline I mean, in this uh, story, is focus some energy on yourself. Now, where I'm at right now, I don't get a lot of time to myself in solitude. I'm always around people. And that's what I'm trying to incorporate, just focusing some time on myself. I'm not a hermit, but there's times, like, you know, and I think this is everybody, that we just sometimes have to be alone, especially if we're constantly around people all the time. we we got to find some alone time. Um, It says here, it's common for people in midlife to report burnout. Uh, You might feel overworked. You might be stressed taking care of your children or an aging parent. You might be juggling your relationship with financial and other hardships. No matter what, you're juggling. Uh, It can be hard to stop and breathe. You might even feel selfish taking time for yourself. I do, but believe it or not, I I really, really do because I'm so invested in, like, helping people and getting things done to where, like, even a a split moment away from my wife or whatever, I feel like I'm doing something wrong because I give so much time when I can. And then, of course, with the people I work with as well. Uh, it says, um, you don't need to. Mental health experts agree that focusing on yourself is incredibly important. Taking time to ask yourself what you want and what you're feeling can be the first step to knowing if you need to make a change. So before you do anything else, take some time to think about how things have been going for you in the past few years. It's the best way to get started on your midlife refresh. Absolutely. It's it's okay to take a step back from everything and Do something for yourself, go yoga, go jogging, go, fuck, take yourself to the fucking movies. I've done that, like, I remember the first time I was going to, well, no, I've always, for the most part, been going to the movies by myself, until I got married, then me and my wife go to the movies all the time, but then I started going to the movies by myself, because I'm getting back into the idea that, despite me being married, I can do things for myself too, and I encourage her to do the same thing, especially with me being away, I'm just like, hon, got to figure out something. Just do stuff on your own. I know you're used to doing things with me, vice versa. That's fine. Learn how to do things on your own. And you'll discover a lot about it. All right, make note. uh, The second one here, make note of the changes in your life. Now, I don't really make note. I think it's uh, more of a mental note because I'm already seeing what the changes are. I don't have to make a note of it. I'm already seeing it. I'm experiencing it. It says, midlife can bring changes. Often these changes happen fast without an adjustment period or time to process them. Many mental health professionals agree that one of the best things you can do is to set aside the time to acknowledge those changes. This doesn't mean you need to dwell on the past. It simply means that it's a good idea to actively uh, to be actively aware of the changes. Um, it says, for some people this might mean journaling, to work through events. However, even if writing things down isn't a method that works for you, you can take time and space to reflect on any changes you have experienced over the past few years. I did a journal for a few years, actually. I kind of just stopped doing it. It was no last story, although I still haven't finished the book. I, can, I still can. I just kind of fell off on it. Now I use the podcast as my journaling. To me, this is like, um, this is my digital journal. Um, I, that I attend. I think this pretty much replaced my writing journal. Um, but what it's basically saying in the article. Is to take notes down of little things that's changed, or you know, about your day, and then you go back to your stories in the journal. You see how you've progressed or digressed, depending on where you are in this whole midlife stage. Whether you know, for some people they're going downhill, and for some people they're they're kind of coasting along and they're going uphill. I mean, yeah. So um, with that, with that, you know, just it's just a matter of just taking notes. Other than that, I take mental notes, and of course, in the in the in the podcast, this is like my journal. But it's a journal that I'm sharing with my audience, so that's how I see this journal. Uh, the next one here, it says, reconnect with family, friends and family. Um, I'm always connected with family. I, I do my calls every week, once a week. I call my family. Um, that goes without saying. I mean, for some of us, though, it's, you know, some of us don't, haven't spoken to, like, family members in a while. And, so, you know, we get, life catches up, life things are happening. So it's like, okay, well, I I haven't spoken to my dad in ages. I haven't spoken to my mom in ages, and you know know how that goes. Basically, take the time to go say hi, say hello, even if it's just for five minutes or an hour or just a minute, a quick little hello, just to kind of reconnect. It says here, uh, therapists and researchers have strongly suggested that social connections are important for mental health. It can make a huge difference in your life to have people you can share good times and celebrations with. People you could call for a good conversation and people you could count on for support during tough times. Because we are people who are wired to interact with other people. It's like if you have a bird in a cage, a parrot or a parakeet. They can die literally by themselves with no, because they have no interaction. It's been said when you buy one bird, you have to buy another bird. Because the bird can become lonely in the cage by itself. So picture us as this picture yourself you're in this individual cage you're by yourself you're single whatever the case is and you know things start to happen where you start feeling a certain way It's just like man you know i wish i had a friend to talk to somebody to talk to a companion let the other bird in <laughs> that's it don't be the bird that dies in the cage by himself don't be that bird all right so it says here also make time for your love life this is extremely important Uh, For marriages, especially as marriage goes through time and, you know, now you're in your 40s, your 50s, whatever, and things tend to start becoming weird with marriage. You know, sex might be on the up, it might be on the down, the social connection, the love connection, it's up and down. Uh, It says here, unfortunately, marriage difficulties are often associated with midlife, divorce, affairs, or simply a cooling down of romantic or sexual feelings are commonly reported to therapists. Of course, that doesn't mean uh, the decline of the relationships is an unavoidable part of midlife. Uh, Marriage and family therapists recommend that you take some time at this point to think about what you want from yourself, your life, and your partner. Because, again, that also goes back to, um, let's say it's a middle-aged couple. Things are starting to go on the wane. And, you know, now they want to see other people, but they want to see younger people so they can feel young again or, you know, maybe the sex life. And the marriage is just dull because now you guys are getting older or maybe he needs the pill and there's all this other shit um, that goes with this. So there's ways to cope with this and there's ways to get around this. Uh, Finding ways to spice up your, your, your love life, your marriage, like therapy or sex therapy maybe. And for some people that go to the extreme, swinging. Not my cup of tea. However, though, I did an episode on swingers. Some seasons back, check it out when you get a chance. All right, so next one here, uh, find new ways to stay active. I think this one is extremely important. You know what I have been doing lately? Yeah, I've done before. I've been getting back into RC racing, or um, radio control cars. I've been getting back into. In fact, in the past month, I bought three fucking RC trucks, and we're not talking like some bullshit ass Toys R Us bullshit. I'm talking about real hobby from a RC store type trucks. I just purchased one for two hundred fifty dollars. Now, that could be me purchasing a Corvette, a real one, because I'm almost in my, in my my midlife. Little known fact about me, I've been a hobbyist for years, mostly model trains. Yes, I've had some RC cars growing up and all this other stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, however, though, um, I haven't been too much in the RCs up until recently. Um, where I'm at right now, I'm overseas. It's a way to pass the time, but then I've really got invested more into it again, so when I get back home, I'm going to set up a little shop. I'm going to set up a little garage for the cars and all this stuff. But you get what I'm saying. Like trying something new. For me, this is like a, a renew. Because, I, again, I've been a hobbyist for a long time. But there's other things you could do too. Uh, there's clubs. There's activities that you could do to kind of restart, do something new. Perhaps something you always wanted to do uh, back in your 20s or 30s, but you have not been able to. You can finally go and do that. You could do that any time. You don't even got to wait. Don't wait. Do it anytime you're ready. Um, It says, don't be afraid to step out of your uh, comfort zone when it comes to fitness. A ballroom dance class, hiking group, or local recreation sports league can all be fantastic ways to stay fit. Plus, they can be fun and low-stress ways to make new friends. Get out. Do something new. Go hang out somewhere. All right, next one. Pick a healthy habit. Something healthy, folks. Nothing crazy. Uh, It says, small changes can go a long way. Midlife is an ideal time to start a new healthy habit. Uh, You don't have to overhaul your entire lifestyle. You can pick a small change and stick with it. Uh, You get the health benefits of the change and the satisfaction that comes with maintaining a new habit. Uh, That means a mental health and physical health boost for a single action, and it's hard to beat that. Uh, Some suggestions, you can start taking the stairs every day at work, bringing a planned lunch from home, having fruit every morning, which I do need, and drinking enough water, which I definitely need to do. It's probably part of the reason why I'm sick right now. But you can do these things. Make these little changes. And and you know what? You got to take it into account. You're getting older. So the the crazy foods you used to eat back in your 20s and 30s, your body is not going to process that as quickly as back in those days. So that's something you want to take account into as well. Oh, God. Here's my phone. I'm going to finish up this article, though. My phone has been doing this thing because I have Google Fi where it's constantly finding a network. It restarts every now and then. It's fucking annoying. So... Uh, real quick before that article comes back up, like some of these things resonate with me. This is why I think I might have been like borderli- Bluetooth disconnected. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I, um, anyway, I um, I knew in some way I was like borderline midlife crisis. I wouldn't even say a crisis, but I, I had some things in the brain that, that sort of like resonates with this article and the other little tidbits I've been reading. Like, yeah, the nostalgia, you know, trying something new kind of deal. Yeah, that, that's that's where I'm at right now. Let me see if that article's still up. If not, I'm going to wrap up the show. I'm already at 33 minutes, man. I, like I said, the inspiration behind this episode was the fact that tomorrow is my birthday. I'm going to be 39 years old, starting a whole new chapter again. And I'm sick. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm sick right now for my birthday. I can't remember the last time I was sick for my birthday. I, I can't remember. But I can tell you one thing it probably wasn't long ago. So I'll, I'll take that. Let me see if that article's still up real quick. Yeah. Oh, shit. Is it gone? I think it's gone. The lad. The next one was actually spending time outdoors, which is pretty simple. Go outside, uh, go camping, go for walks, biking, all this other stuff. Something new. Listen, I'm gonna wrap up this episode. Forget the rest of the story. It's pretty simple. Um, a lot of my listeners, from what I've seen in the demographics, are all around my age. So uh, I'm speaking to basically my audience right now. Uh, my age group. It's very simple. We're all going through it, but take the time to reflect on the good things even the bad reflect on it all and just realize you made it this far where you are right now and there's a reason why you're still here and it's unfortunate that there are people that we knew and grew up with that are not here right now so you got to really take into account yeah you're getting older yeah you're getting some wrinkles a little bit of grays man be proud of those grays man some people like the whole salt and pepper thing like i tell you right now i go gray. i'm not dying my hair i think that's the silliest fucking shit Anybody could do. If you uh, listen, if you do die you're here, that's great. But that's that's not me. Not doing that. Listen, I'm gonna grow old. I'm gonna grow old. I earn my grades. I'm gonna keep those grades. I'm not gonna sit here and be pretentious and and just try to look young. You're gonna you're not gonna get look any younger. You're gonna die like everybody else. I know that sounds nihilistic, but it's true. Eventually, we'll all go to the forever box. We don't know when, but all you can do is keep living. And if you are 40, hit 40, or you're just about there, just it's, it's going to get better. I, I personally, personally think that I'm at a point in my life where things are going to get better and things are going to become more understanding. So, listen to my voice. I even sound more mature, but it's really just me sick as a fucking dog. So, I wasn't even going to do this episode, I'll be honest with you. I was just like, I'm going to knock this episode out uh, a day before my birthday. I'm sick and everything, but you know what? It's been a minute, and... I, I love doing the show, again, and I do appreciate all of you, regardless of what age group you're in, um, for listening to this show. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. Again, midlife crisis, not the worst thing in the world. could be a lot worse. You could be dead. Let's be real. You could be dead. So <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I, I have to, like, put that out there because it's the truth. I don't know what we're worried about. What are we worried about? It's it, mortality, yeah, it's going to happen, okay, it's just what it is, right, I'm not trying to make a morbid show here, I'm just trying to, like, spit real facts here, because it took me years to think about this shit, too, and I'm, I'm finally glad it came to fruitation, uh, for me anyway, and hopefully for you as well, all right, so hey, thanks for listening to this show, don't know when the next episode is going to be, I promise you next time I won't be sniffling a lot, Hope, hopefully not, uh, meanwhile, I'm about to go to bed, take some medicine, or I'm probably just going to go straight to the fucking bed. I am like sick as a dog. I think the more I sit here in this little library area, the sicker I'm getting. So I'm going to get to my bed where I can rest. <laughs> oh, God. This shit is terrible. All right. Thanks for listening. And again, tomorrow's my birthday. So I may, I may do an episode tomorrow. I may not. It depends. So just stay tuned for whatever the next episode is. I don't like announcing new episodes because... I'm, it's not guaranteed, like if I say I'm going to do an episode tomorrow, it's not guaranteed I'm going to do it tomorrow. I, I work, there's a lot of things, so whenever I have a free chance is when I do an episode, so that's why I did it today. Alright, so hey, thanks for listening to the show, and if you've missed episodes, there's plenty to go back to. And also, please send me an email at the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm always open to suggestions, questions, answers, crit- criticism. I take criticism too, I don't care. Send me what you got. All right, so hey, thanks for listening. Have a great evening, and we'll do this again next time. Peace.